The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Cover story. Cover a story or attain that coveted story. Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert, the story, headline, the spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public. Your public. Craft your image, promote your products, create expert status, become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101, crisis management, media blitzing, it's all here on Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babin. Welcome to Cover Story 2010. This is our very first episode of the new year. And every time I say 2010, it makes me feel very spacey, E.G. Uh, I think this will be a super exciting year for everyone. We all have a lot to be grateful for. And uh, a year for some wonderful New Year's resolutions coming together as a community and uh, collaborate together. So we have true success. So right before the break, uh, we were out at the Public Relations Society of America's International Conference, and I want to give a very special thanks to Maria Retan, who is a senior principal over at Carmichael Lynch Spong, a top 20 agency, and she's number one with me. Uh, Of course, she's also the fabulous show host of Purse Strings, because as everyone knows, women hold the purse strings with everything. I think we've got 87% of the buying power out there. So uh, don't miss Maria's show every week. Uh, But she she joined me out there. Um, She did our roving reporting and did an amazing, amazing job. That woman is so well-spoken, such a brilliant heartfelt woman, um, did an amazing job, as did the PRSA. This year they did something a little different. They broke the conference into four different industry-specific tracks, and they also had some really great paid sessions as well. And, of course, um, they did their... um, continuing education classes. It was in fabulous San Diego. So I think a lot of people did a smart thing, which was go down, do some great networking with some friends, make new friends, get great education, and then uh, hang out in San Diego and and have some fun. Some people actually popped down to Mexico. So they were able to uh, have a break and uh, hopefully keep their job, get a better job, and um, influence some people in their own industry. So today, our very first guest of 2010, I'm very excited to have her on. Her name is Jody Turner, and she's a founder of CultureOfFuture.com, which is a premier, she's a premier connector of inspirational people and information, presenting at world events, gleaning and reporting back influential design and lifestyle trends to companies worldwide. Jody's focus is strategic deliverables via topic-driven trend uh, presentations, Project Design and Content Ideation Labs. Jody founded Culture of Future and Culture Labs over six years ago, working with some of the top communication and brand experts, driving forward to uh, lifestyle, culture, and design perspective for larger global entities. Uh, Jody has joined the board of directors for the Architecture and Design Museum, Los Angeles, and has been invited to join the Fast Company Magazine Experts online blog. 
Additional clients include CEOs for Cities, Apple, MySpace, Adidas, Advanced Technology, Sony Design, Samsung, Starbucks, The Gap, Microsoft, Pioneer Experience Studios. Um, and the list just goes on and on, but all my favorite brands. So we're going to do this. We're going to take a quick break and uh, get some additional inspiration from Jody Turner. Sit tight and don't move. Cover Story will be back after this short break. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prwebauthor.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. Did you know? 99designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for Lolo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects need an average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. Charles, come on up and tell us about the great ROI we're getting from RevenueWire. Thank you. Since I signed up with RevenueWire, conversions have increased dramatically. RevenueWire has an integrated shopping cart called SafeCart that offers highly accurate sales tracking, boosting our conversions through the roof. And now that they've added multiple international currencies to SafeCart, we're looking forward to seeing significant increases in our overseas sales of PC utility software from LavaSoft, PC Tools, ParadaLogic, and AvonQuest. With up to 75% commission, real-time sales tracking, free in-depth sales analytics and reporting tools, campaign optimization resources, and now weekly payments for top-performing affiliates, our sales are climbing higher and higher, thanks to RevenueWire. Find out more at RevenueWire.com. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hello, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babin of webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to Cover Story. Uh, I'm super excited. My very first guest of the year, uh, Miss Inspiration herself, is joining us, Jody Turner. Welcome, Jody. Hi, Brandy. It's lovely to be here. I'm so excited. So happy new year. Happy new year. <laughs> so you must be excited. You're back in the States. You've been doing a ton of traveling this year. Yes. And a ton of carbon offsetting as well. <laughs> <laughs> there, you go. there you go. So let's, for those of you, for, for those of our listeners who are not familiar with you, can we have a little bit of background as to like who you are, sort of where you came from and, and, and how you found yourself in the position you're in today, how you built, I mean, you've really done some amazing things, how you, how you came to this place. 
Well, I think with each person, you look back on your life, and, and I am um, a further on in my years and I, than most people in my industry and in the inspiration industry um, that are working with designers. Um, and as you kind of look back on your life, you realize, oh my gosh, all of it makes sense now. Right. And I just want to kind of throw that out to the, to the listeners that while you may think at this moment, why am are, I here? Uh, mm-hmm. What am I doing? But mm-hmm. um, actually, um, you are in the right place at the right time. I look back on all of my roles and all of my various jobs. And in my current job as an entrepreneur, I use all of my skills. Good for you. You know, it's, we, we have a, a show on WebS Radio called Rainmaker. And the, <laughs> the premise of it is, you know, it, it's people who obviously, whose um, presence can initiate progress or ensure success. And it's, you know, whom we consider yes. to be the best of the best. And we love hearing their backstory. Because, like, most of the stories were, you know, someone wanted to be a jazz singer, but their mother was protective mm-hmm. that their, their throat could get hurt. And they, mm-hmm. they ended up in technology. You know, the path, we, we take many different paths to get where we're meant to go. And um, yes. I, I strongly agree with you. I think sometimes we stay places past our point of expiration, but you still learn your lesson there. And every yes. stepping stone draws on tools that perhaps you wouldn't have used in the past and also makes you a lot stronger and more aware going forward. I um, started out in high school back in the 70s, early 70s, um, volunteering for integration into um, a mixed school in Denver and um, because I believed that integration was the future. So that is one of my first steps into paradigm shifting. Um, it was before integration was mandatory. Okay. So I went into a high school that was, I figured that I could find creativity in this high school. Um, I didn't find it in the high school I was in. Okay. And so I ended up having this incredible mentor, Cleo Parker Robinson, and she asked me to join the dance troupe. And I was her first um, Caucasian dancer. And um, we ended up breaking a paradigm in that now her multicultural dance troupe is world known, um, Cleo Parker Robinson Dance Ensemble. And after 30 years, I just saw her performance and saw her and saw another of the original dancers. And we agreed, yes, we are paradigm uh, shifters. And so I think that... The difficult um, experience of that, plus the great reward of, you know, bringing people together in new ways, I think became very important to me. And I ended up in that school going on a program in which we could uh, learn through travel. They were trying to really have these um, inner city kids have an expansive view of the world. I mean, not only just being raised in a military family, you know, middle income to lower income military family, then having all of these opportunities to look at the world, it's suddenly I realized, oh my gosh, this is important. And um, I ended up going to an alternative college that allowed me to travel as well as study. And and I've worked in, um, you know, excavation in England. and, And I also have come back and just lived a simple life. I believe in living simply but also opening up to multiple ideas. And so I think that um, while it sounds like it's, it's kind of a crazy influx of, of various influences, this is really what our world is today. And we can choose to um, kind of live in communities and keep those communities intact through locality and cultural um, intactness. And that is the true localism that's going on today. And those people are very important because we have to have a foundation in which um, to move from. 
but we also need to recognize that what we have globalized, kind of broken all of the, the past barriers to this. So people like myself are free to go and cultivate new ideas around the world. So I call it globalism. And so, you know, it's very important to stay aware of global, but really important to, you know, of course, think globally and act locally, but it's also important right. to um, think locally and act globally. So we're really influencing each other. We're having a, a mass experience of online sort of socialization as we reinvent what community is. And um, we are beginning to mimic those behaviors in society. So there's such a great um, amplification of what we're learning right now, which is really, you know, through new media and which is really evolving evolving um, consumer citizen. So that's why it's kind of an a, a interesting time with the economic crisis. It's brought the masses in on the story of change. Um, so we are reinventing how we live, work, and play. Mm-hmm. And we have many tools. We have many tools right now. So my job is to go and speak with different countries and different communities on what those tools are and what we're doing. And I'd love to talk about some of those projects. Yeah, I would love to hear it. You, you brought up something, and it's interesting. You said consumer citizens. What do you mean by that? Yes. Well, you know, we can call, um, we can call um, our uh, clientele through companies uh, consumers, but really they're citizens and they're humans like we are. And uh-huh. we don't, we don't want to have that sort of barrier that we've had, you know, in the past uh-huh. between us. So if we see them just as consumers, they are there to buy certain products. Well, actually, that's all changed. Right now, we're looking at the product we design as an embedded story that inherently holds the energy and the experience and the marketing within that product itself. So right now, we're looking at the energy around the product as much as the product itself. And that is what is attractive to people today. A product or a service, an engagement, an experience, a dialogue, an invitation, all of those things embedded into what you are designing. And it's not complex. It sounds complex, but right. really it's, it's we're returning to, you know, basic human meaning. About does the bond. This have, does this have value mm-hmm. to the people who, who are looking to use it? And that really elevates brand to a more interesting place. It helps the people inside of companies to realize it's about inspiration and connection to what we are passionate about. And I think right now it's a real passionate, um, charismatic-driven time. You know, we, we have online communities that are very um, passion-driven right now. And we're seeing that if products have energy and passion to them and purpose, that they create love mark with their users. Oh, agreed. And, and it's nice because instead of trying to sell one way to a consumer through traditional advertising, you can actually create a platform where these people become evangelists to sell your product for you. They become your your focus groups to help you strengthen the product set that you have. I mean, you know, there's, there's true communities built on, um, you know, companies' goals. Yes, and I, I, I just uh, was in Boulder and met with um, victorandspoils.com, and it's a small agency spinoff of, of Crispin Porter Bogusky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, it's an ad agency that is, is basing itself on crowdsourcing talent. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the founders wrote a book called Baked In, and it's about this exact topic. So that's a new book if you are interested in checking that out. and Excellent. It'll kind of clearly explain how embedding um, the story within the product and the service itself. 
That's exciting. So let's talk about some of the projects you've been working on, because I think they'll help unfold and inspire our listeners to have, you know, potentially take some nuggets and utilize it in their own worlds. Yes. Well, I, I started out um, working with um, as a uh, visual and graphic designer for Nike Trend um, Library. And, and there we would, um, the uh, Trend uh, Maven there would bring in speakers, we would do exhibits, and I was there to support through presentation and online work. We did things such as the uh, Jane Benyus Biomimicry um, exhibit, and that is something in which we are designing, learning from nature, and not farming nature, rather we are designing as inspiration of nature. Say you look at the slug glue and you end up designing perhaps a glue that is non-toxic for the shoe, and Nike has come out with a non-toxic um, you know, shoe glue that has influenced the world, um, and then also being able to reuse the soles in um, for um, playgrounds for children. Nike has been um, a catalyst when it comes to uh, green innovation, and now they're just premiering in January something called the Global Green Exchange, and that is um, at Davos, the World Economic Forum, mm-hmm. this month. And it is um, it is a patented online ability for companies to submit their ideas and for people to do one-click purchases so that the interior walls um, that hold innovation into corporations can now be opened up in this future you know, uh, paradigm we're in where we can share ideas and yet also make money on it because that is the, the corporate bottom line. But we don't want to just keep reinventing all of these great inventions. So um, Nike has also something called Nike Considered in which they released the Jordan 23 shoe, which was you know, highly um, ecologically designed and yet they didn't tell anyone because mm-hmm. that's not what the constituency or the consumer citizenry is really interested in. They're more interested in high design that has cultural and athletic um, uh, facets. Mm-hmm. So it was, highly, it was a successful shoe, which means it being eco did not take away from um, you know, its, its ultimate selling power, which was a great experiment for Nike. And so they are integrating in um, the corporate um, uh, tenets of green throughout the company. Which is nice because I would think potentially, I'm just throwing this out there, that you know, there's a lot of companies that are going, oh, we want to go green, we want to go green, we want to go green, which is great. But the problem is, like you said, like take the Nike client right, with a with a shit with a sneaker. That like that's not like a top potential priority for for the median of of who those purchases would be. But yes. if they buy it. Because of, you know, how well Nike makes their shoes and because of the style, like, you know, you want to be the cool kid on the block. Um, Yes. And it has green. And then ex post facto, they get to say, guess what? You got this really cool chic thing with this thing that maybe you look as being geeky green. But now you can feel good because you're helping to save the planet and look chic at the same time. So you're almost like, you know, reverse engineering the mindset. Right, evangelizing yes. them on the backside. So now you've got, you know, the, the, an entire population of people that you may not have gotten prior to. Yes. That's excellent. Yes, it's true. Yeah, that's excellent. Yes. That's excellent. And, you know, Ni- Nike was a very important um, place for me to be to see how people were carrying out these uh, passion driven ideas. During the time I was there, what I saw is that they were moving from 
the um, athlete as hero to everybody as an athlete. And now they are probably onto something new. But, you know, the fact that everybody is invited to the table as an athlete and what does an athlete mean and what does it mean to you? But I, I was working um, with Kevin. Well, Kevin Carroll was the catalyst at Nike at the time, and he's quite an amazing human being. And he wrote the book um, Red Rubber Ball. And that would be a great book as well for people to look at because it's about well, what is your red rubber ball? When he was younger and he was abandoned by his family, oh my. Um, he oh my. found um, a red rubber ball on the playground and he began playing with it and he began creating relationships with people by playing. And so to him, the red rubber ball was a symbol. And so what is your red rubber ball? What is the thing that allows you to connect with others, move forward? And he's written this whole book on this whole concept. Um, and so he's a motivational speaker. So he's great. But when I was working at Nike, we did some playful things. And we ended up um, kind of coming up with some playful ideas um, with writing words on rubber bands around the wrist. And ultimately, whether or not that led to the uh, benefit bracelet, it showed me that there was a connection between playing, innovation, and trying to get messages out that shift people's consciousness. Because I was writing messages of hope, peace, love, you know, and, and we were handing it out. And he ultimately did a program called Play and printed Play on rubber bands and handed them out. And it was part of the Tag Your It Nike program and okay. um, advertising. And then, um, and then that ultimately led, or at least influenced, perhaps concurrently while they were doing the um, benefit bracelet. When I saw that on everyone's wrists within the year, that showed me how powerful business can be. And how proud, um, a proud moment, too. Right? Like for you, other, it was a proud moment. Yes. And just to see, wow, you know, little things can lead to very big impact. So that's what we all have to recognize, that our small contributions really, we may not see the result or we may. But um, I recognize that as I travel around the world, it's not so much about trend spotting, which is what it used to be. Mm -hmm. um, it used to be, let's spot the people that are doing living the future. Um, now it's, for me, it's about um, influencing, trend influencing. How can we go and plant seeds about a better future? And um, some will sprout and some will not. But the other thing now is about trend living. So I am actually living more future ideals of living simply, um, living more consciously, and, and finding luxury and joy in everyday moments. So these are, and, and also connecting with communities that matter to me that I feel are driving forward ways I want, I want to see going forward um, in terms of how I want to live. And I'm being hired a lot to have experiences. Like I've done some work with Steelcase, which is in the Midwest, mm -hmm. and it's um, a furniture design company, and they own IDO in part. And um, so they're pretty design-oriented, and they've hired me to actually go into co-working spaces that are very innovative and future-driven. And one of them is called uh, The Hub, and it's the Hub International, and it's, it's co-working spaces around the world that are based on the ideas of bringing, allowing a, a people to come together in this beautiful space, and their main mission is being change agents. So what would it be like if we offered these entrepreneurial change agents spaces of all around the world, like they're in Amsterdam, London, um, Berkeley, New York, um, San Francisco, and what would it be like if we offered the space for these people to come together? And so I work at the one in Berkeley, you know, I live in in the Bay Area, mm -hmm. and it is it is a, in a beautiful building called um, the um, the David Brower Center, and it's a hundred dot orgs um, doing a various green and sustainability work. Across the hall is the Redford Foundation, so um, you know it's just a dynamic, incredible platinum lead building, 
and um, it's the future of work. And so they've hired me to go in and, and actually experience this co-working um, experience. And as I travel, I can go into these various spaces and, and work there. Um, and then what is the future of work? And so I get to blog about that. I've done, you know, maybe five different um, studies on what the future of mobile working or working at home is. And um, it's really lovely to be able to um, do work on what you experience and what you are living. And right. I think more and more that is what trenders will be doing. Which um, is because I, it's very, it's very important for people who work inside of companies to find their own personal passion with, with the brand and what they're doing. Um, because it's really now about producing products that have energy and give energy because we're really in a, in, a, in a time where things are taking energy from us and we need our energy to be able to deal with the um, issues coming up in our world. And we also need tools and skills. And so this is why I say brands need to be really of service to their constituency. Oh, I agree. And I think at the end of the day, like, you know, if you strip things down to the basics and I'm hearing you, this is what I'm hearing you say is it's all about the bond. It's all about being connected so if you can understand from a granular level who your various audiences mm -hmm. are and engage them in a way that's fulfilling for them they'll be loyal to you and everyone will grow up and grow rich and grow happy together you know in whatever yes. way happy means yes. to you but let's do this we need to take um, a quick break unfortunately we're running down into our last segment this went entirely too quickly um, but I don't like that because I'm enjoying my conversation with you. So <laughs> Thank you. when we come back, let's talk about, you know, if we can go through maybe like a case study of, of, of creating a trend and the different mm -hmm. type of social media tools that you use and sort of lay out a program. Um, I think okay. that would be wonderful. So let's do this. We'll okay. take a quick break and we'll be back with a very inspired, very lovely uh, Generation G for Generosity, Judy, uh, Jody Turner. Don't move. Cover story. We'll be back after this short break. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Are you tired of standing around while everyone gets rich? Want to be an affiliate marketer that makes six figures online every month? Then let me introduce you to MediaBuyersCoach.com. MediaBuyersCoach.com, recently launched by Carl Fiorentino and Will Hamrell, will give you the tools and the knowledge that will make you money. They've been training affiliates for over five years now and are experts in their field. If you haven't been approved by a CPA network, then get approved through our own CPA network. If you're new to affiliate marketing or want to expand into other areas, let Carl and Will at MediaBuyersCoach.com give you the tools to begin and the knowledge to succeed. Sign up and start making money today at MediaBuyersCoach.com. That's MediaBuyersCoach.com. Revenues can come from many different sources. Are you capturing additional revenue from your payment processor or leaving money on the table? Lytle & Company can help you grow your top-line revenue. Lytle & Company provides payment processing and consultative merchant services for multi-channel retailers, along with Internet and direct response businesses who sell directly to consumers. Lower the total cost of payment acceptance while improving your business processes and chargeback management with Lytle & Company's innovative reporting and analytics features. Lytle & Company. The card's not present, but we are. Find out more at Lytle. L-I-T-L-E dot com. 
Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. SEM Synergy, live broadcast Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babin of webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to the very first cover story of 2010. Uh, and I'm super excited because we've got a fabulous guest. Unfortunately, the show is rounding down a little too quickly for my taste. Uh, we have the very inspired. You know, I know there's probably a million different words that, that can be used to describe you, but I think insp- I'm, I'm sticking with the inspired word. Uh, welcome <laughs> back, Jody Turner. Thank you. Thank you, Brandy. So great to be here. Yeah, this is fun. This is really fun. Um, mm-hmm. And I love what you do. I love what you do. I'm a little jealous of what you do. I want to <laughs> I, I go to all these various hubs and hang out and <laughs> <laughs> take me with you to a hub. Um, so, so give it, if you would, because um, we are unfortunately running out of time, but I am going to um, ask you to come back for a part two. Because I think we've only scratched okay. the surface with you. Um, can you can you run us through like a a simple, let's say how you know how people can truly create um, trends and understanding from a brand perspective how to how to how to enroll like their various constituents so that they can you know how do you, how you create a trend? I think it's important to you know basically look at your core values. And what do you want to see happening in your company? And that is where you'll find your passion driver. And once you connect with what you see that you want happening in for your company to offer the world that you think is a sweet spot, you begin to collect the stories around you to see if that's, you are supported in that. Basically, that's what trenders do is they look at society and then they look at the opportunity space that's available. But the only way that I can ever get behind what I'm doing is if I see that it's going to be of value to people. And I think once you start living that, because right now we're having a, it's a, it's a huge social innovation time. And people are, will follow you if you offer something that contributes to our well-being. Our, yeah. our well-being. And so what is your well-being focus? How can you bring that to the table of, of where you're working? And that is how you become important and also how you become important to the, um, to the user. Um, an example would be um, when I was um, associating, you know, and working inside, um, associated with the Gap brand, mm-hmm. um, I ended up meeting with Bobby Silton then of Gap Foundation. And she explained to me the idea of um, uh, Project Red and how they were working with Bono on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, their basic premise is that society is moving from um, the have-do-be model to the be-do-have model. And that is the old model of have, ha- you have to have money to make money to do what you love to be who you're supposed to be. So B is small. To the new model that the Generation G, the young model gets. And Generation G, by the way, means generosity embedded into all that you do. It's and a give-and-take society. Yeah. And ex- um, is um, is really now about being who you are, which is what we were talking about here, mm-hmm. doing what you love, and then defining what having is to you. And that's how 
how everything's changing. And um, so the Project Red is based on that. I was just up at Starbucks, and they really have um, taken on the Project Red and doing some really beautiful things um, with All You Need Is Love. You can check it out online. And also this, um, this money through the Project Red Starbucks card is really going back to Africa, and we're seeing a big difference. Lives are being saved. So, um, you know, this is the sort of embedded generosity. And but it's not even generosity. It's just plain and simple, um, you know, hu- human human exchange. Which is important, but how do you, you know, just, um, like, but talking about it, like, I understand, you know, Gap obviously has a huge platform, right? Like, yes. they've, they've got a built-in huge platform, which is great. But when it comes to doing something that's uh, that's charitable in nature, they they really do need to create a foundation that people can understand easily, and and yes. you know that they're inspired, right? So they've got a pretty good profile of who their clients are and what is going to move their clients. Um, okay. I think I understand what you're asking. Okay. How can you as a smaller company uh-huh. or as an entrepreneur contribute in this way? Is that what you're... Yeah, a little bit. Like, what are the steps you, you know, what are the steps that you take? Okay, great. I know, we know who we are. We believe we know uh-huh. what our sweet spot is in regard to um, what's going to engage people with us. Now, how, mm-hmm. do, how do we actually uh, create an insurance policy where we double check that? right? That, that we're not living, you know, because at the end of the day, a lot of times, you know, we think that what I think is wonderful about what I do, something else may inspire you. And if you're the one that I'm looking to inspire, because I'm already inspired, and I'm mm-hmm. speaking a foreign language to you, and now I've lost you. Well, I think that um, it's important to, to have resources and to check them every day. And, and uh, my trend partner, Rainier Evers of trendwatching.com, and he's out of London, Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. He has the best free uh, trend-watching newsletter, and he's all about what are the trends in a really clear way and how they can be used with business application. And their sister publication, Springwise, shows a lot of entrepreneurial startups. And um, so they will show you the ones, the ones that are most important in the world. And so I would follow them um, closely. Okay. Um, how you can do it is, is offering creativity is another way to really connect with your um, constituency. Say if you have a bookstore, um, it would be great to start a book club. Um, mm-hmm. And you can do that. I think that Amazon bought the book club that was started through a group of people through Ning.com, mm-hmm. which is a social network. Absolutely. And so Amazon, I think it was called Shelf or Shelf Life. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can do this sort of thing. Start a book club, start something that will bring community and culture into your store, um, as well as maybe online, um, if you are a, um, a, a clothing shop, um, you know, you can bring people in because you can have a stylist there to talk with them about fashion and style that they can sign up for or um, something that gives them a service. Or you can begin to do a, a fashion trend service online for people, um, something that gives free to them, but also then allows them to feel more tuned in. Right, and, and then part allows of, them to be attracted to you. Right, exactly, and aligns them with you, and then creates loyalty. We love loyalty. Loyalty is good. Uh, yes, because you know, for for me in building my business, I am a virtual business. People come to me because they I'm Googleable, or people come to me because I am speaking here and speaking there. She's everywhere, and also because I give away a lot of free information to journalists. Because, you know. My mission and my um, work mission is the same. My life mission and my work mission is the same. And I have worked hard over the years to become this person. But 
it's the bravery to step forward and say I'm going to integrate my life where what is important to me personally is also important to me in my business and so my life mission is to help provide information so people can make um, make um, within context that's valuable so people can make better decisions and the outcome is better and so um, you know and that's integrated so when I Twitter at Culture of Future I Twitter about where I'm going and what matters to me what I'm seeing when I Facebook it's about what matters to me and where I'm going and 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 so everything that I do is PR but it's also just living but it's, it's authentic right which yeah. I have to say y- you seem like the prettier blonde version of me <laughs> because that's my life mission right is to create a legacy where you know people can come as a resource and grow and learn for free i think education should be free right and and led by right on you are so right on yes you know and led by the people that are making the difference today so you can stay in the trend or ahead of the trend as an insurance policy all right so you and i can talk for hours our my producer is is spinning uh, spinning his hands like a helicopter. I think he's going to take off like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory right through the ceiling. So, Jody Turner, I want to say thank you so much for your awesome contribution today. And uh, I look forward to having you back on. I look forward to it. Thank you so much, Brandy. Thank you so much. And for those of you, um, go on over to Culture of future.com and you can see all the cool things that Jody is doing and where she's been and of course you could follow her on Twitter and Facebook and uh, I'm not sure maybe she even has a Ning account someplace um, and just uh, check out what she's doing because it's got some really good stuff and go over to trendwatching.com um, as well because I think that's very important so to everybody happy and healthy new year Uh, Thank you for joining us for this very first episode of Cover Story for 2010.